Hey, fitness business secrets listeners. So did you just love the last episode with Tracy Steen where she spilt the beans on creating a really successful online fitness channel on YouTube? Well, we have part two of the interview. And in today's episode, you are gonna learn how she sets up her membership site to create reoccurring monthly subscription income and what she does every month to make sure her members get to see so much value and keep signing up. She has an average retention rate of 75%. Also, she'll teach us how she differentiates her different products so that she can have a higher price product that would offer more coaching. Finally, she's gonna tell us if Instagram is working for her. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey listeners, I just wanted to do another mini lesson on storytelling so that you can capture your prospects, your social media followers through testimonials without feeling like you're totally bragging about what you've done. So I'm going to highlight an important lesson about storytelling through sharing my story that's happened to me over the past two and a half months. The past 15 years, I've been living, I guess you could call a concrete jungle. I lived in New York City, in Brooklyn, in Queens, in Manhattan, and for the last five years about, I was living in Jersey City. And everything is a concrete jungle there. There's so much honking, there's so much traffic noise, there's so many people walking around. All of the houses are not that pretty, mostly vinyl siding, no interesting architecture, and definitely no yards. It's sort of like where the yard is only a few feet, and then it's a concrete wall. In fact, the house that I uh, moved into about a year ago, it was, there was actually a steel fence surrounding a very 10 by 5 foot grassy area. I'm not sure what that was for. It just made the place look very scary uh, you know bars on the windows and very little trees in addition it's northeast so it's really cold kind of has some sun here and there but you know the view is pretty much more and more buildings maybe the river a bridge and so it, my existence except for my visits to Hawaii has been very urban for the past 15 years and I mean I thought it's a kind of exciting life. I thought I was happy. I definitely wanted more trees. And then COVID happened. Things were starting to get worse rapidly. They were starting to say we should close down the restaurants and then all the stores. And then by the time I left, the like a few days later, the city was shut down. And it was extremely concerning. And I went to go live with um, my boyfriend in Atlanta. And then we ended up going to a place called Serenby, about 40 minutes out of Atlanta, and we drive in, and there's just tons of just super high trees. It's like a forest, and there's grass. We drive past a little pasture with horses. It's super warm now and sunny because we're more south, and there's these cute houses everywhere, like different architecture, brick houses, 
they actually designed it where there's no the garages are on the back or on the side and they're the houses are really close to each other actually so that the neighbors can talk to each other and that they do in fact on golf carts they drive golf carts around this place and they stop in the middle of the road to catch up with people and of course there's a place called blue daisy where you can get cute little desserts and they serve organic food it's it's adorable and so every week that passed, I just thought, okay, you know, we'll, we'll go back to life as it is in two weeks. And slowly, though, I'd start to find my way walking in the afternoon, jogging in the morning in the, in the forest, um, sitting outside, taking a stroll, looking at the sun, looking at the trees, meditating with the sky. And slowly and slowly, as the reality of one COVID hit, I realized that I couldn't, I could not, before I thought I could imagine myself living in New York City again, but now I can't. I, I can't imagine myself living in this concrete jungle with noisy cars and a- absolutely no access to a real park or trees and pretty, pretty congested, like just tons of people around me. I, I realized I couldn't go no longer to do that. And now my new vision is being in a place with nature and walking and it being quiet and it not being a major city. So why do I share this story? Besides just sharing about myself, I wanted to highlight another part of storytelling that we talked about in last episode. In the last episode, I even gave you an example, testimonial story of a client that probably sounded familiar to you. Julie, she wanted to lose weight and the conflict was if she could actually go on that journey of losing weight with you as a trainer and then how she came out on the other side. What I wanted to highlight today is a really key component of a story, which is the change in the character. Usually what happens is besides, let's say, Marky Wahlberg overcoming a battle, becoming the hero, the character changed, something about them changed. So in this, in Marky Wahlberg's example of the movie, he changed from thinking that he was no longer going to be that good cop and he was going to do all this good. He believed that he was going to go drive a truck and just live a happy life. But then he needed to solve this problem. And so by the end of the movie, he was still that good cop who needed to see that justice was served. And then in my story, I try to illustrate the environment with the sunny, with the concrete jungle and it's so many cars. And then, and then I come over to this place, this agri farm where there's uh, sun and, and animals and trees and then how it changed me. And I no longer felt like I could live in a concrete place um, like New York city anymore. So the idea you want to say is when you do your testimonials, don't just talk about how the client lost weight, but we're also talking about how they emotionally changed, how they went from feeling lethargic and incapable to feeling capable. They went from not being someone who tries to help other people maybe because they're just trying to get through life, but now they want to go and help other people and they're they're teaching other people to exercise or now they want to get their personal training license. So you see how that change in the character is more exciting as that cherry on top than just them losing the weight. 
So make sure to include that in your stories and hopefully your stories have so much impact that tons of people start to reach out to you. I hope you enjoyed that and you'll definitely enjoy today's show. This is the second part of a two-part interview with Tracy Steen. And if you haven't heard the last one, you should definitely hear listen to the last episode because Tracy is a successful YouTube entrepreneur who has 25 YouTube subscribers and makes ad revenue and sponsorships from her channel in addition to having a membership site and even downloadable products. Here's the second part of our two-part interview. Hey, so I have some questions uh, first with your funnel. So you have this amazing membership site, and then you also have this challenge you, you did, which, and you mentioned the 80 people who were in your challenge were not necessarily members, right? Is that, is that right? No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, so then these 80 people, maybe they came from YouTube. You, maybe you talked yeah. about your challenge on your YouTube video. Yeah. Yes. I promoted on YouTube. Yeah. Great. So then you, you, that's your lead. You, you got these leads in these 80 people signed up for your challenge, which I think I saw on your site is $40. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then they, they, they worked with you for that month and then how many of those converted to, and you said 60 stayed for a second challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so right now, probably in the next three or four days, I'll offer to them to be a part of the membership. I've already had a number of ladies email me saying, please keep this going for the next month. <laughs> so I, I just said, I just messaged one lady earlier and I said, you know what? The membership is identical to this, like mm -hmm. same format, same, you know, uh, private Facebook group. The only thing is different is I don't have like a star chart challenge. I give them a little challenge every day during the, the, special time, whatever, but I'll, I'll find different ways to add value to their membership as well. So, so yeah, so I, I, I don't know how many will convert from the reading the room. I feel like I, I'm going to get at least 50%, but we'll see. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So those are good yeah. numbers. So tell me, I, and I totally agree. You have to offer value and I'm yeah. just amazed you're actually able to carry two groups, the, the challenge and then your membership group. Oh, what? well, I'm not carrying them differently. Okay. I've actually included all the members into the challenge as well. So I okay. said for the, for the month of March members and April, we're going to do a little, little extra. You'll, mm. And so the format is very similar. So they get their workouts every Sunday in an email. I kept that format the same. And so, but they get a little extra like ability to text me or, you know, have uh, me check their food logs or whatever. So the members get a little bit extra still like in, mm. terms, of account in terms of accountability, but yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, but please continue. I, I'm really interested to hear what you what you do that creates so much value where they're they're basically staying. So you mentioned you you email them a workout every day. Okay. So yeah, on on the weekend they get a, a week's worth of workouts. I I structure the workouts for muscle gaining, fat loss, health, longevity. So everyone's told me what their goals are, and so. I don't give everyone an individual plan, but I have a full one week calendar for advanced, a full one week calendar for beginner workouts. And again, I draw largely from my YouTube catalog, but mm -hmm. every week, each um, advanced and each beginner get an exclusive workout, workout not posted on YouTube. Oh. And it's predominantly a strength workout. So this is good because I mean, 
how as a personal trainer, I know what changes bodies and what sculpts bodies, right? And and to do like resistance training, strength training is gonna give you that sculpted look. And so and so a lot of people on my YouTube channel it seems like they like cardio, hopping, jumping, cardio, ah, you know. But I'm like, okay, let's bring this down and really sculpt the body. So I think what's been valuable for them is they've seen their bodies change, right? So they get five workouts a week. And then at the start, I mean, at the start of the membership, at the start of these challenges, like my March Meltaway and my Spring Meltaway, I give them a lot of nutrition coaching as well. So I've created many coaching videos on nutrition, you know, talking about everything from the glycemic index, index to macronutrient, micronutrient counting to your carb tipping point, you know, to eating intuitively. And so we explore all those options with people. And every time new members come, like it's, you know, and we think, oh, they've heard this before, but you know, it's so good to just reiterate what we said again last month here is, and then just, you know, turn it a different way or just get put a different twist on it so that people can really get ingrained with what, with what I'm teaching. And, and one of the things that I've seen happen is, you know, a le- year later, when a new member comes in and people welcome her and everything, it's all my old members that are like, oh my gosh, this is what you'll learn with Tracy. And this is what I've learned. And, you know, it's taken me a year, but I've learned this and that. And, and so they're great testimonies for the work that we've done together. And, and yeah, so it's, it's exciting to see that, you know, some of the things that you are putting out in there actually make a difference. But then yeah. again, as a former therapist, you know, so I'll do things like I'll see a person's food log or I'll, I'll, I'll see a comment on YouTube about, you know, I threw the baby out with the bathwater today and ate the whole cake. So then I can really explore that with people. Like I can, I can sort of open up the layers of the onion and, and dive deep into their, the psychological component of their lives and just say, Hey, let's talk about this a little bit more because you know, last week you seemed to be doing good. And then I know you had that email from your boss and it said this. So can we explore what that looks like and why that was a trigger for you? So I'm helping them, you know, shift, shift their life, not just physically, but, but psychologically in their wellness by looking at things like sleep and relationships and mental health. Like last week we had a mental health first aid instructor come on and talk about our mental health and, and how important that is for, you know, health in in general overall. So yeah, lots of value like that. Yeah, that, that is a lot of value. So I just want to make sure, because it sounds like a lot of stuff that you do offer them. So I know that one, you have the, the weekly emails, and then it sounds like they get a, a program, one new workout that's not on YouTube a week, and then they get access to the Facebook group. And then you also provide recipes and nutritional guidance. Yeah. Is that yeah. through the Facebook group or through email? Well, because not everyone is on Facebook, right? So I always do a recap in their Saturday or Sunday email saying, Mm -hmm. if you weren't on Facebook, here's what we talked about this week. So I'll add, yeah. So I'll add, you know, if I can download the video clip that I've, if I've done a live or like the other day, yeah, talking to the mental health first aid instructor, we, he gave us a whole bunch of notes. So I made notes and I put that in a PDF file over in the email. So again, great reference for them to even refer back to on my private Facebook group. We, I have it all in files there so they can always look at that. But then, 
yeah, they get a sort of a refresher every, every week of what we, what we learned during the week and things to think about and points, you know, to consider. Mm -hmm. I love the recap email. So smart. You're right. Not everyone's on Facebook and it just reiterates the content you created over the week with that email. And, and then you mentioned something really big, which is you really kind of dive deep into what their, if, if you, you read their food log or something, how much of food log check or are they working out check and then reach out to you do because that seems like what it would take the most amount of time since it's so personal and I, you meant do how many members do you have well right now there's just i don't have many it's only like 25 members but in okay. the program then with the with the challenge right now so there's about 75 people in total okay and hoping to continue that. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a lot of time. What I have them do though, you know, like I, I always advocate for them to take my six week accountability strength program, which is a, which is a more in depth program and it costs more. So then they have to, you know, that we keep food logs every day and then mm. there's a constant check. And so it's, it's really in depth. So, so they take a, I'll get them to take a screenshot of their macronutrient chart. And just from the chart alone, I can see if, whether they're on track or not. So that's a really quick test for me. Like if they send me their chart and it says, you know, 190 grams of carbs and 30 grams of protein and, you know, 100 grams of fat, I'll, then I'll be like, oh, red alert, red alert. I've got to take a look at this chart a little bit more. So everyone's added me as a friend on my fitness pal and I can, log on there if there is something that really stands out but Mm -hmm. generally after the first week people kind of get an idea of how to chart their food and you know the goal that they're going for but again you know with all my coaching on on the lives i'm constantly talking about like what is your goal if your goal is for fat loss muscle gain you know increased muscle tissue maybe it's just for longevity maybe that's your only goal right now is to eat for your health then all of that is going to look different right so I try to do a broad sweep as, a, as opposed to a real specific, but I do highlight those, those goals, like general goals. Maybe this is your arena. Maybe this is your arena or here. This is what you want to do if you want that goal. This is what you need to do if you have that goal. And so I, I spread it out like that so I don't have to specifically talk to each person. Mm, right. Yeah. I see. But yeah, but having them send me their food chart, like their screenshot of a macro chart, is a real quick way for me to just go, Kate, you need a little extra look. You're, you know, what, what happened today and where's your protein? And then that's actually a really great fuel for me to go, okay, I need to do a live tomorrow and talk about, you know, how to increase protein content in our, you know, in, in our daily meals hmm. and six cheap protein ideas. So then I'll make a YouTube video about it and and then I can cross, you know, promote that YouTube video, like tons of different places and say, Hey, on Instagram, do you want to know six cheap protein ideas? And if you want to know more than that, join my membership, you know? So I haven't done any, um, Facebook ads on anything yet. And my business coach just said to me the other day, you need to kick that up into high gear and, and start to advertise the membership because she thinks I should be at, you know, way higher than I am right now. That's, but again, that's a whole other learning curve or mm-hmm. hiring someone to, to manage that for me. And, you know, so I, right. I have a lot to learn and a lot to do still yet too, but 
I feel like I'm going in the right direction. So I'm happy with that. It just needs to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. I mean, you have yeah. a lot of success and then it's kind of making that next step still does take a lot of time in, in a sense, giving up some business because you have to yeah. put more time yeah. into that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with COVID-19, this is a great opportunity to just go, okay, how do I really launch myself online? What are some of the things that I can start right now, right today? you know, and even see a little bit of kickback, but you know, for, for a year, I didn't ask for anything. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah. gave, I gave, I gave, I gave, I gave at the end of every workout. I do a stretch with the people and I sit down, start to stretch. And then I rip open their souls. <laughs> like, yeah, I have a little psychological chat. We talk about, you know, about life, about where their life is going, about, you know, what, the broken parts are where I can help them. And so I think from there, the people who have always commented on the end is like, I loved your talk today. It was so meaningful for me here. And then, you know, fast forward and I see those people in my groups, in my challenges. I mean, those have become my tribe people who believe in what I'm doing. And so, yeah. So it's, it's working. And, and I, the other question I had was because I think everyone's thinking, okay, exactly what do I include in my membership? Uh, back to the membership question. And the, I think that those personal touch points really create value. How often do you have them screenshot and how often do you do a personal like kind of reach out with your clients? That's a good question. You know, there's always people who are going to be more requiring of additional help and then there's lots of people that are going to be quiet and maybe fall between the cracks and and when you have more members that's difficult as well right to try and go okay oh where's that girl again she hasn't said anything in like a week oh i hope everything's okay i guess that's the downside of having more that's the upside of diversifying and having a program that's smaller but more expensive where you could pay attention, right? Like that's the VIP package. That's the gold standard. That's the, you know, diamond level, if, if you will. And I think, I know my coach has always said, you need to keep offering that expertise for people who need it and keep mentioning that there's additional help available if you need it. So, you know, by and large in the, in the Facebook group, I'm on there every day, multiple times. Of course, I see on my phone every time, uh, notification comes in and I respond. I do it. Sometimes it's just a quick response, a tertiary response. But if I see something that triggers me, then I'll either do a little private message. Sometimes I message right in the group there because it's, I know it'll be food for thought for everyone. You know, mm -hmm. I think it, and I mean, they posted it right in the public forum. So I think, okay, let me just try to, you know, see what's going on here and, and mm -hmm. open this up a little bit. So it's, it's different for everyone, but I definitely try. I mean, every day I feel like I'm engaging on a personal level and who knows if this grows bigger, if I'll be able to do that. But I think what that, when I cross that bridge, what I've gained is knowledge from all of the clients that I've worked with. And now I can create content based around those experiences that now I can go, okay, by and large or in general, women have deal with this, 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 and this issue. So this is what I need to make content around. And 
and give value and answers and solutions for people who struggle the same. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. And, and your videos, you mentioned your phone. Do you, how do you edit your videos? Because that uh, they look really good. No, what, yeah, no. How long does it I, take you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> takes so it's so, it takes a long time. Yeah. This is, like I said, it's not for the faint of heart. If you're getting into this, don't think that it's going to be simple. Some people are like, well, what? just hire someone to edit. Okay. That would cost so much money and you would make no money. So maybe eventually I'll get there when every other stream has made more. But in those beginning stages, you're like, you got to do it all yourself, you know? So I, I bought a camera like two years ago. I decided to go, I had done them on my phone for a bit. It was a M10, Canon M10. And then very shortly within a half a year, I upgraded to like a DSLR. And just this last year, I bought a new lens. So I'm, I'm sort of like, as I'm seeing the quality and then I, as I'm seeing the quality of my colleagues of who I'm in the same bracket with, I'm thinking, okay, I need to up my game. You know, I have a Rode mic on the top of my camera to make sure, you know, to Mm -hmm. make sure that the the sound is okay. I have lighting to make sure that the lighting's okay. But that was all like, you know, purchased as I went along, right? As I found it necessity. Editing takes probably about, and I edit on a software called Wondershare Filmora. I bought Mm -hmm. a subscription to that. I have a subscription to Soundstripe music so I can have all ability to monetize my, my, it's all like a royalty free music, but I pay for, right. A subscription every year. It takes probably to edit a a one hour workout takes me about five hours to edit. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a long, it's long, maybe four hours. The 30 minute videos I can edit in about an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's a lot. It's a long time. Because then, you're making mm-hmm. the promo and then you've got to watch through the whole screens. You've got probably about seven different pieces because most cameras don't film longer than a 20 minute clip. So it's break, it breaks it up into all these clips and then, you know, you've got to make it all flow and then you've got to put music again, the bottom and you've got to put all your timer on there and all your, your instructions. And I've learned from the subscribers over time, what is valuable to them. Like having the timer, everyone want, wants that. So I, that's what I'll do then. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Right. And what about preparing for the, the workout? Um, I mean, I'm guessing that's not time you, that's, that's also additional time. It's additional time. And part of what I do is use my own clients as guinea pigs. I'll often give them a workout and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to film this today because this was a good one. <laughs> so my poor clients are like, have you done this yet, Tracy? I'm like, nope, you're the first, you're my <laughs> guinea pig. But I, one of the things that people have said about my channel is that it's very, the workouts are always different and unique. They're like, it's never the same thing. Like, how do you think of these things? So I do quite a bit of research thinking, okay, you know what, okay, what did I do last week? What do I need to do this week? Of course, with YouTube analytics, I see what does well. So of course I'm going to do more of what does well. Right. But then sometimes I test the waters with new things and I I just want to see, you know, how that does. And I want to see who writes and comments below. And maybe they're someone that would really benefit from my strength calendar or from my membership where there's more strength training, you know, versus jumping and hopping, you know, because I'll put out something like a chest and tricep workout, which technically won't do that well because it's very isolated. But 
women who want to sculpt their upper body and increase strength there love that kind of workout. So, so then it gives me more insight. Yeah, YouTube is very, very helpful for that. You see exactly what people are watching, how long they're watching, when they're watching, who they are, what age they are, where they live. So it's, it's helpful because now I know who my audience is. Huh. So who is your audience? Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. So it's, it's a woman from 35 to 55. That's my main, my main girl. <laughs> That's my main lady. Yeah, mostly the highest margin is between 35 and 45. Mm-hmm. And then it's 45 to 55. And then it's 25 to 35. And it's someone who likes intense workouts. Like these workouts are not for the faint of heart. I have very, very few beginner workouts on my channel. If I ever post a beginner workout, they do not do well. But interestingly enough, like there's quite a few people who are in my membership and in the programs who click on the beginner calendar. Like when I offer advanced and beginner, Uh, because sometimes they're shorter, they're not as intense, like the advanced workouts are like, go, 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 you know, and sometimes you're tired and, or you might have come off an injury or an illness and you just need to slow down a little bit and not be so aggressive, right? Yeah, yeah. And what softwares do you use? Like for? For your membership site to manage all that. And I I know you mentioned what you use for video editing, um, but like what membership software do you use? Well, I don't, I don't really have, I don't have that yet. Mm-hmm. I like, I have WordPress is on my like website. So they have stuff accessible to them there, but MailChimp is how I funnel everything. So that's how they get all their emails. Everything's automated. So like all the calendars that um, people sign up for, that's all automated, right? So all they have to do is click a link. I see money in my PayPal. It automatically sends them the calendar and I do nothing else I mean but even with something like that you know like make a advanced calendar 2.0 3.0 because people like oh there's a new one out and so they keep ordering you know it's interesting that way yeah that's great so this has been really great for information so I'm thinking that people are going to be super inspired by your journey and what you've accomplished uh and I know you're going to accomplish more great things because I know you're talking about your future and your membership site what would be the five top tips you would give any aspiring online trainer to focus on? Are you going to um, do three? <laughs> like someone who wants to grow online? Yeah. I mean, I would imagine somebody who really has no revenue online. They, they have maybe a few videos and they, they've, they've done well as a personal trainer but now they're like COVID-19 or I'm ready. Where do I even start? Because your YouTube channels, two years old, well-populated. And I don't know if it's a, if you feel like it's a different environment because it also feels like, do we, do we have more to fight against to get more attention since there's so much more stuff online? So what would be your, I don't know, initial yeah. tips for someone to get started? Okay. Well, first of all, you really have to figure out what type of trainer you want to be, what you want to offer the people you want to offer. So figure out who your people are and what you can bring to the table that's different than other people. So, I mean, I, I kind of had a, you know, an ace in my back pocket with having been a marriage and family therapist before I became a trainer. So, so that is my purple cow, as Seth Godin would say. That's the thing that makes me stand out that 
that I can help people, you know, move into a healthier life, not just physically, but psychologically, emotionally, relationally, mentally. And um, so I think, I mean, you don't have to be a counselor. You could be anything. So really begin to hone in on what it is that you do different. Maybe it's a different group that you, you know, specifically train. I know a lot of people, you know, train older older people. One of my friends, Paula B., she's, uh, she owns a YouTube channel as well. She's got about 75,000 subscribers. She's growing great guns right now. And she's in her 50s. And she was a runner and now does sort of cross training. So that's her niche. That's like to women who are 50 and over. So great little niche. And, uh, you know, so I think it's really figuring out who you are and who you want to target. I think you need to learn as much as you can. So again, like technically, there's a lot of technical elements to putting things on YouTube, but there's a lot of help on how to do it. So you go onto YouTube itself and you, and you Google, you know, how to start a YouTube channel, how to put a video, upload a video, how to edit a video on Filmora, how to use a camera to, you know, I mean, most of us have a lot of time right now. So make this your learning time. You know, I just, I, I am full in it. And for people who think, oh, it's not gonna, it doesn't work. Like how much time have you actually spent, you know, investing in what it takes to learn this stuff. And if you went hard for like a week, you know, eight hours a day, just learning, 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 you would know so much more about how to do it than if you just kind of sat on your laurels and thought, well, eh, it doesn't work. It's too hard. It's too saturated. Again, if you are unique enough and you bring some value to the table that no one else has brought, yours will grow because your audience will find you. But you've got to learn how to find your audience. So that means you've got to watch YouTube videos, uh, read pod or listen to podcasts, uh, read books, like podcasts like this on how to go about that. And there's a lot available. So you just got to spend some time going, okay, I'm doing two hours of coursework today. And that means maybe an hour of podcasts, an hour of YouTube videos, and I'm just going to learn how to do it. And then I'm going to practice it. So I think that would be my third tip is just start something. Like just do something. Yes, it's on your phone. Yes, it's, you know, without a microphone. Who cares? Maybe you're editing on iMovie on your, tele on your phone. That's, that's great. Let's just start there. Put it on Instagram. Put it on Facebook. Put it on LinkedIn. Find the people that you're targeting and make content for them. Like really say, ask them, what do you need? What's something I can help you with right now in this time with during COVID-19? Oh, I'm a mom and I've got little kids and it would be really great if I could just like do a little like 20 minute activity with them. Okay, great. I'm going to put it together a little 20 minute workout you can do with your kids. So it's, it's giving your client value. It's giving them exactly what they need in the moment. I think too, part of what I feel is really important, maybe this is point four, is to figure out the type of person you want to be on YouTube. And, and again, this, for me, it's really come from listening and reading content that helps me become a better person. So I, you know, I look to people again, like Jordan Peterson, where I'm sort of just listening and enveloping the truth of what he talks about, or like Brené Brown or like Simon Sinek. And I listen to them and I'm like, you know what, that resonates with me. Yes, that's the type of person I want to be. That's what I want to give back. Maybe like Chase Jarvis using creativity and how can you use that to better yourself. And I think as you 
really like envelop that information, you start to develop your own person who you really are. And for me, what I've seen is that person is what attracts other women to me, right? So now I'm more authentically me. I'm more, you know, more real. You know, I, I care less about maybe what other people think because I've learned to increase my self-awareness. Oh, sorry, I went pause for a second. And so I think that's really, really important to do is to, you know, not only learn the technical side, but learn to increase your own self-awareness in this, in this time as well, because that's yeah. going to make you a better person. It's going to help you read the room and see what your people want. Mm-hmm. And I guess my fifth tip would probably be to answer everyone who asks you a question. Talk to everyone, engage with everyone. It's going to help you figure out more about the people that you want to help. So even if you have you know, one viewer on a video, engage with that person. Hey, thanks for watching. What did you think about the content? What could I do differently? What could I do better? You know, that's one more than you had yesterday. So I think to really appreciate every single person as they've come, I, 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 I still, I answer every message that comes. I respond to every single thing. And uh, I think that's helped me tremendously just, again, get to know the people. You know, even on Instagram, it's like little voice messages in the DM. Hey, thanks for your comment. I really appreciate that. And then so many times people are like, oh my gosh, it was amazing to hear your voice. I can't believe you talked to me. That's so great. And they think you're something special when you're like, it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that technique. That is a technique I'm going to put down. Yeah. Yeah. And just on the side, quick question, is Instagram working for you? You know what? It is like, I, I think the the beginning of the, well, maybe in September last year was at, I don't have many subscribers on there. I was at about 3000. I think I'm almost at 6,600 now. So I've grown by 3000, but what I've done is, well, I look at what was my most popular post. Well, what it was, was I did a little short video under a minute of 20 different cardio exercises. So I just hmm. put it all together. Everyone was two seconds long. I did it for 20 se- seconds. It got like thousands and thousands of views and probably 300 new followers. So I'm like, okay, that worked well. <laughs> so now I, I repeated that. Now, you know, uh, 20 different ab exercises, 20 different Bozio exercises, 20 different yada, yada, yada. So you go with what works, right? You see, oh, that, that sparked something. Let's head down that path and see what's going on there. But I think it's always trying to be super creative and I'm constantly thinking, my mind is worrying, worrying, worrying. Like I'm like, what's next? What's next? Like, how can I make this better, more creative, just more exciting? How can I engage with people? And then, I, and then I'll get a glimmer of what resonated with people. But I'll tell you what resonates so much with people is like broken, authentic, honest, Tracy. People mm-hmm. are like drawn to that so much. Not that you have to like spill your guts on social media because I'm not a big fan of that either. But just being authentic and honest and saying, hey, I struggle too. Or this is what my life's like right now. And it's hard and whatever. And people are like, wow, that's me. I love that. And yes. And so, I mean, you don't, again, you don't want to do that every time, but I I know that now about people that we connect as humans over things like that. And so as often as I can bring those things about and just encourage people with where they're at, I think that's really a great growth strategy too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it ties into what you said in number four is like learning about yourself and being aware. And Mm -hmm. so you're uh, being authentic. So 
I yeah. love it. Thank you yeah. so I much, Tracy. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, incredible inspiration, especially to women trainers, get out there, you know, be, uh, start your own business and it's okay. If your business blows up in a year and a half, you know, because you spent a year learning, yeah. because you, you spent a year giving, learn, learning for one part, and then you're giving a ton of videos. So, I mean, that's okay. It's okay to start somewhere, which I, yeah. it was one, almost one of your sub points, I think. You should yeah. just get started. Yeah. So, I love yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Well, it's that been awesome. Be. Thank you yeah. so much for your time, Tracy. And You're so welcome. if you guys are on my Facebook page, make sure, make sure to check out her YouTube channel and her Facebook page. And how can they find you on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram? Yeah. So if you, I mean, if you Google move daily, Tracy Steen, you're going to find me on all those platforms, but YouTube. Yeah. Just do move daily, Tracy Steen. And on Instagram, it's move daily fitness. Okay. And on Facebook to my business page is move daily fitness. Okay. Awesome. All right. Make sure to check her workout. It's really interesting and you'll definitely learn how to set up your online fitness business. So thanks Tracy. And thanks I really so appreciate having you on the show today. You bet. Hey, thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end, .co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnessecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.